All right, and we're live. Welcome to episode one of Don't Be a Weak Daddy. I'm your host for today, Montel Ricks. And before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors of today's episode, our friends over at Nucci Naturals, where they have all holistic products as far as uh, living a healthy lifestyle and helping you get out of your body what you put into it. And again, promoting that healthy lifestyle. And as they say, welcome to the Nucci Blended Family. And today I'm going to be a little bit unconventional. Um, We're going to be discussing moments as your first time moments as a parent. And, you know, a lot of those first milestone marks. And by unconventional, I mean, I just pieced together a bunch of clips of the best advice that I heard and kind of walking you guys through my journey of uh, becoming a parent and what it looked like for me and a lot of those first time milestones against. All right, jumping in. Let's get to it. Uh, becoming a father for the first time looked a lot different from most people in terms of tradition, right? My experience was very unconventional. And at the time that my wife and I were just dating, she already had a son who was three or four years old at the time, right? So there wasn't this moment of finding out that I was going to be a father, but more so choosing to become a father. And for me, this meant going from no kids to choosing to become a father instantly and navigating around being married and blending a family and transitioning from boyfriend slash fiance to a father figure. And this also meant realizing that as a step parent, I wasn't a replacement parent or a substitute parent. It was very awkward at first, but very manageable. Um, My wife and I had peace as far as being in this kind of gray area, but excited that we had a blank canvas to paint or decorate the way that we wanted. And in the midst of blending a family and building a bond with my stepson, his father is in his life and is a very good father at that. And in a strange way, it doesn't bother me that he prefers to be with his father more often. I love the fact that they have a good relationship and that our house isn't a place where my stepson has to run away or a place that he chooses or uses as a place to escape his father, but they have a good bond. So that really, uh, I find comfort in knowing that they get along and that he's an awesome father. And I also consider his father an ally. You know, we keep each other in the loop on the status of raising a young man and navigating around his well-being. And we talk about, we talk about this all the time, actually. Um, about how dope it is that two men and two black men at that can come together and really align visions and action for the sake of the child and not give into the typical narrative that you know we're supposed to be enemies or uh, be in constant conflict because of our situation and within this my stepson sees adults getting along creating an environment of peace and respect and modeling what growth and maturity looks like and then fast forwarding about four years into our marriage when I found out that my wife is pregnant now I'm thinking about what it's going to look like having a biological child and freaking out at the fact that we went ahead and (laughs) created a whole human you know and uh you know my thoughts were running wild I remember there was you know thinking um that there's this little baby inside of my wife who doesn't know we exist yet, has no clue who we are, but we're anxiously awaiting 
his arrival to meet him. And I remember those milestones like the gender reveal and putting together a crib for the first time and getting the baby's room ready and choosing the baby's name and telling our parents and birthing classes and you know just doing everything we could to prepare for the arrival of our little baby. And I also remember bouncing between a ton of emotions like um, high, high anxiety one minute and then high joy the next and then a lot of uncertainty thinking about how I wanted to raise my son and giving a lot of thought and prayer to the type of foundation that I wanted to lay down for him and for both of, uh, both of them now. And in regards to that, I remember this constant echo in the back of my head of probably the realest thing that I've heard anyone say. It was a couple of mentors and like father figures of mine and they were talking about how your ceiling will be your child's floor to build off of and that their ceilings would eventually be used as a floor for their children to build off of, which is, you know, your grandchildren. And the building of that foundation doesn't start upon the arrival of the child. It starts before with how you carry yourself and being intentional about building a legacy and having a vision for your marriage and for your home and parenting and being mindful of how you manage time and finances and setting boundaries around catering to that vision. And that's what I think about when I think in terms of legacy. You know, what does it mean to carry my last name, to be a Ricks? What do I want to pass down? And um, what work will I have to put in as a man to see that desired result? And then... About seven months after my son was born, my wife surprises me again with news that she's pregnant again. Um, and now we're reliving a lot of the same joys and anxiousness and, and, and anxious feelings of welcoming another baby while already having a newborn and also my stepson in this blended family. And then we find out it's a girl and that was another game changer because now I'm thinking about what I want to model for my daughter and thinking about what my role looks like in raising this young lady. And now we're out buying, you know, all this girl stuff and I'm learning how to change a baby girl's diaper for the first time. And, you know, with parenting and all of these first time milestones, there's this constant learning and unlearning and living and reliving and experiencing. But for the kids also, there are a lot of first time moments for them as well, because most of everything they learn early on is something that they watched you do for the first time from things like their first words to learning to crawl and walk and maybe some baby sign language. Um, they can pick up on moods and your demeanor and things like that early on. Babies are extremely smart and we're also their first friends, their first teachers their first example of what marriage looks like and so many other things. And I remember listening to Todd Henry, who's my favorite creative and motivational speaker, by the way. And he was talking about how he's on a plane with some of his colleagues and mentors and his mentor had asked them all, what place did they consider to be the most valuable piece of land in the world? And they went back and forth with answers like, 
the oil fields in the Middle East or the diamond mines in South Africa or Wall Street or Times Square, etc. Right. And their mentor tells them that they're all wrong. And then he quotes the late Miles Monroe and tells them that the richest land in the world is the graveyard because the graveyard owns all of your hopes and dreams and ideas and unreconciled relationships and everything you just never got around to doing. The grave owns all of that. And so he goes home and he writes die empty on his bathroom mirror. And he tells himself that he cannot die with his best work still inside of him. And he wants to know when they put him in the ground that the grave does not own his best work. And he knows he won't get around to everything, but again, the grave will not own his best work. And you can apply this philosophy to parenting, to business, to creativity, and many other aspects of life, whether you're a parent or expecting parent or single mother or mentor or father figure, what legacy are you actively preparing to leave behind? And what does dying empty look like for you? When you're no longer here present, what do you want the grave to not own? And what do you plan to leave out into the world in terms of all of these things, including legacy? And that's what we mean when we say, don't be a weak daddy. Um, you know, do what needs to be done with the understanding that we don't have it all figured out either, but are intentionally working toward a goal that's way bigger than us with whatever amount of time that we're blessed to be alive. And I'd love to hear from you all regarding your first time milestones as parents, as well as some ways that you're actively working toward leaving behind good and, and meaningful legacy for your children. So go ahead and leave a comment as well as any questions if you have some. And um, yeah, let's chop it up. I'd love to hear from you all. Thank you. All right, and that's a wrap for episode one of Don't Be Weak Daddy. Again, I'm your host, Montel Ricks. And thank you all for tuning in to my pre-recorded unconventional message about parenting and first-time milestone moments as a parent. And before we get out of here, I want to give another shout-out to today's sponsor, our good friends over at Nucci Naturals, holistic products for health and wellness. And again, get out of your body what you put into it. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, and share. And you can also follow us on all avenues of social media at Don't Be A Weak Daddy. And thank you all for your time. Let's do it again soon. Signing off.